time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Thursday, April 28, 2016. We have nine vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have northwest winds 5 to 10 knots with gusts to 15 knots. And today we'll talk about runoff on the Columbia and what you should look out for if you're traveling on the water locally. But first, a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have five inbounders, we have two in the Astoria anchorage, and we have two outbounders heading downriver. Uh, our first arrival in the river is the Atlantic Spirit. She's a bulk carrier arriving from San Francisco, headed for Vancouver, Washington, and she's going to a berth that handles steel. She will pass Astoria around 9.30 a.m. and arrive in Vancouver around 3.30 p.m. The Asian Glory is next. She's a car carrier arriving from Tacoma, headed for Portland. She has brand on board at 1.30 p.m. and arrive in Portland around 7.30 this evening. The Sentosa Bulker is arriving from South Korea, headed for Vancouver. She's picking up a cargo of copper concentrate. She will uh, pass Astoria around 1.30 p.m. and arrive in Vancouver around 7.30 this evening. The Jensei Maru is that car carrier that was also on the schedule yesterday. She's arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for Vancouver, Washington. Um, Subaru's on board there, passing Astoria around 8.30 p.m., arriving in Vancouver maybe around 2.30 a.m. on Friday. The ATB Gulf Reliance is arriving from Anacortes, headed for um, Portland. She's an ATB articulated tug and barge rig, and she has petroleum in her barge. She will pass Astoria around 9 p.m., arriving in Portland around 3 a.m. on Friday. In the Astoria Anchorage, the Indra Oldendorf is headed for Vancouver. She's going there to pick up wheat, leaving around 11 p.m., arriving in Vancouver around 5 a.m. on Friday morning, so traveling all night on the river. And the Global Heart is at the port of Astoria loading logs. Our outbounders, we have the New Journey. She's leaving Vancouver with wheat on board at about 2.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 p.m., headed toward the Columbia River Bar and out to sea. And our next outbounder is the Star Luster. She's leaving Vancouver around 3.30 p.m., could pass Astoria outbound heading out to sea at around 9.30 p.m. And a little more about our marine weather forecast. We have wind waves from the northwest, 2 feet high at 4 seconds apart, and west swells 8 feet high at 14 seconds apart. Well, it's spring with warmer temperatures, and as a result, we'll be seeing annual snow melt happening in the mountains. And the trickle-down effect of all that is that all the melted snow will eventually end up in reservoirs, streams, and rivers. And depending on how intense the runoff is, we can see river, river levels rise even on the Columbia from the additional water. Here's a, a little story from the Portland Tribune from uh, last week about that on that topic. The Bonneville Power Administration says 2016 should be a normal water year after last year's dry spring and summer. The federal agency said on Wednesday, April 20th, that record rain and snowfall in December and a wet March helped boost this year's water supply forecast. The BPA's April 19th water supply forecast for January through July is 105.7 million acre-feet, or 104% of normal. The agency's report was produced by the Northwest River Forecast Center and is based on water volume measured at the Dalles Dam. According to the BPA, the El Nino weather pattern has weakened that we have been enduring this season, and the winter's heavy rain and snow will pay off this summer with more runoff. The BPA sells wholesale electricity, by the way, from 31 federal dams and one nuclear plant to 142 electric facilities serving millions of consumers and businesses in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, western Montana, and parts of California, Nevada, Utah, and Wyoming. So all that electricity produced by water. 
But um, locally, when the weather gets nice, people tend to want to go out on the water in boats. So what does this spring runoff mean for you if you are out on the river in a boat? Well, if river levels are high, it can affect the de- things like the depth of the water. It can also mean stronger downstream currents at certain times of the tidal cycle. But one very significant side effect of spring runoff is that things get washed into the river and end up floating downstream, possibly creating navigational hazards for boats. And by things, I mean large branches and even whole trees in the river floating. This kind of thing can be very dangerous for smaller boats because they can be literally sunk by a collision with a fast-moving floating log. So it's important to keep a lookout for partially submerged trees and branches in the river when you're boating, especially in the spring. Mariners refer to them as deadheads. They're kind of like icebergs in this way. A little bit can be showing on the surface with a whole lot more dangerous sharp branches underneath. I've been out on the river sailing and seen an entire tree float by on a fast-moving current. It's always a little bit chilling to see something like that go by. So if you're out on the river sailing or motorboating this spring, have someone on your boat be your lookout and watch the water around the boat, especially in front of you. Um, They should be looking for floating objects and you should stay clear of them. That way you can have a safe trip with only pleasant memories and adventures. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.